Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the jazz queen. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. It is Saturday, August 19th, 2017. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, while I wait for, um, uh, if you would like to join me in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Scroll down to Charmaine Michelle, Charmaine Michelle's and click on that. That will bring you in into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Is this Miss Charmaine on the line? Yes, it is. Hi, how are you? I am blessed. Well, good, good. Thank you for the interview. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. I'm happy to have you on the show. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So let me give her a proper introduction. Has one of the few African-American female jazz trumpeters, straight-ahead jazz artist Charmaine Michelle, set out to pursue her dream of becoming a jazz trumpeter in 2010. Her debut release, Love Takes Time, is a four-song EP of romantic jazz ballads. And has a gig at 6 o'clock her time, which is now 4 o'clock her time. I'm going to talk to her for 30 minutes, and then after that I will play the music from the EP. So that's what that, I'll do that, Charmaine, and that way everyone will get a chance to hear the music while we talk to you first. Okay, great. All right. Now, um, I saw that, that intro on, part of the intro I saw on CD Baby saying that you were one of the few African-American female jazz trumpeters. So I Googled that and, you know, didn't come up with a whole lot of black female trump, uh, jazz trumpeters. I think I came up with four. Four popped up. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and there are some really great ones out there. There are a lot of young ones right now, um, thanks to the efforts of um, many people like uh, – Carolyn, Carolyn Carrington and some others, there are definitely a lot of, I guess they're called millennials, who are now um, coming up. Um, uh, Les Vonner, um, I forgot the other lady's young, young lady's name, but uh, she just graduated from Berkeley. Um, there's another young lady down um, North Carolina Central named Zoe Harris. There, and also another one named Angelisha Rogers. And wow. um, there's another okay. lady, young, someone who uh, plays with the Sherry Miracle, I think, that, and the Jazz Diva. So there are a few out there, but there, there's definitely not a lot. <laughs> it's not compared to, yeah. you know, the whole pantheon of trumpet players out there. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I came up with Arnetta Johnson. That's her name, um, Arnetta, This is what yes. came up on, on Okay, this is what came up on my Google search, Arnetta Johnson, and then the late Cynthia Robinson, who played with Sly and the Family Stone, mm-hmm. and then uh, two earlier trumpet players who played like in the 20s through the 50s. Um, one is Clora Bryant, mm-hmm. and the other one is Colada or Colada Snow, and she was known as a jazz pioneer and queen of the trumpet. So that's what came up for me on Google. So I'm glad that you were able to let me know of others that are out there as well. Yes, yes. I mean, growing up, there now, there weren't really many females at all. Like um, a jazz female that I looked up to was um, Ingrid Jensen, who she was one of the few mm-hmm. just women um, that played um, jazz trumpet, straight-ahead jazz trumpet, who was sort of mentored by Clark Terry, um, she's one of the few that's out there that I got exposed to be- while I was in this, doing this starting. Okay. Okay. Now, why did you choose the trumpet? <laughs> well, it's it's funny. Uh, it really was a financial decision. My father is an accountant, and I was the oldest in the uh-huh. family, and, you know, money was always an issue. And I actually 
my first instrument um, growing up in Fairfax County in Virginia was um, the cello. And uh, the cello, and what happened was I broke my cello. Like I I was irresponsible and I broke the cello. And, um, and, you know, it cost a lot of money. You know, (laughs) my dad wasn't happy. So when I wanted to switch instruments, I said to myself, well, I wanted to play saxophone. They really weren't allowing people to play that, but um, because everybody wanted to play saxophone. So I said, okay, let me find the cheapest instrument to rent. And um, the cheapest instrument, wind instrument, was the trumpet. And that's how I got started playing trumpet. I wanted to, I was like, I was the oldest. I was like, if I'm going to, because my dad being a kid, you always had to have, like, a financial breakdown for every decision you made. <laughs> so <laughs> being an accountant, and I was like, okay, let me see how I can negotiate this. Let me find the cheapest instrument I could play to rent, and, and the trumpet was one of them. Oh, interesting, interesting. Now, did you learn on your own, or did you get some formal training? Um, I, I was just in the school band, like, all the way up to high school, um, I was just in the school band, and I just enjoyed playing. I played a little bit in church. I really didn't get any. Um, I had, like, in high school, I had maybe one or two lessons from one of the one of my classmates. And um, then I, I really, after that, I was really learning on my own. I never had um, formal trumpet lessons, you know, for a long period of time until I applied to Peabody Conservatory. But... You know, mm-hmm. my my band growing up was really good, and I learned a lot from the, the students around me who did have lessons, and they were always giving me tips for how to get better, which books to read, and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Now, as a female trumpet player, particularly as a black female trumpet player, do you have or have you had challenges, um, you know, getting gigs or, or playing in certain areas? Um, it's, I think my, personally, my experience, the female part comes in with being a mom more so. And, and there are some okay. challenges. I've had situations where, you know, a band leader, um, offered me a gig, but then I didn't want to date him. And so the gig was off the table. So were there situations like that, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. people taking you seriously and, and just, you know, I don't necessarily demonize men for, for us humans. Um, you know, learning jazz is a very intimate process because you have to shed together, you have to share. You're often very vulnerable emotionally. So, you know, that opens up the door to, you know, to a lot of drama and stuff like that. So learning has the maturity to set the proper boundaries, so that can be challenging. And, you know, just the stigma of being a female who's playing trumpet and not, you know, it's not exactly the cutest instrument. I think saxophone, I, you know, I hate on them a little bit. It's, it's a lot easier to look cute and feminine and sexy with a saxophone. It's a little harder with trumpet. Trumpet is a very, you know, you know, some women do it better than others, but definitely it's a very physically demanding instrument. And um, so that always played, that played in my mind in life that I wasn't cute when I played it. So some of it's just, you know, my <laughs> own things that I had to get over and just do it about the music. Um, but I can say in this stage of my career, it's more about um, the the challenges of motherhood and people not being supportive of mothers who do things that are not traditional. So sometimes initially mm-hmm. it can be challenging because, um, you know, you, you're not baking cookies. You know, you're hanging out with a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. So, But you definitely, I think, in Whenever you're a minority, I believe God, if God has a purpose for your life, he'll bring the right people into it. And I have been very blessed and fortunate to have a lot of great men who have mentored me and encouraged me and have opened up opportunities for me, who have been very patient. A lot of the guys in the Baltimore scene, like Clarence Ward, my boy Don Vontae McCoy down in D.C., Reginald Senshi, my band tonight, all men. I've actually all my bands have been predominantly men. I've had some women play with me, but you know, God has been really good to to place a lot of great people in my life to um, to support my dream. Okay. Um Suzanne L T is in the chat room. Hi Suzanne show and she has a question for you, Charmaine. She wants to know, okay. um, did the loss of your parents help draw emotion into your trumpet playing? 
Oh, I, I, my parents are still alive. <laughs> okay. Um, they, you know, right. there's some of the then. tension. The tension initially provide a lot of, um, you know, open the door for some things of initially doing this, but, um, but they're still alive, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Well, thank goodness. Yes, thank goodness. All right. Now you are the leader of your own band now. Um, tell me about your band, and then we'll talk about the EP. Oh, wow. I have a, you know, a rotation of um, several different musicians that I play with. We're really great. A lot of us met each other in jam sessions, or we were in other bands together. My tenor saxophone player, Danico Evans, um, he, I, I met him playing in a different band, and I always fell in love with his playing. He sounds like John Coltrane to me. And not only that, he's just a great teacher. When I didn't even know chord changes or anything, he was always so patient to, like, come over to my house, shed with me, provide me suggestions of what to listen to, provide a lot of um, – he's much younger than I am, but he's, like, my little brother, but he's he's a big giant in jazz. Um, that's Danico. He's from Baltimore. He, he went to Douglas High School. Um, and I, I usually play with him. Um, my rhythm section is Charmaine. usually – Oh. Yes. Hello? I'm sorry, I lost you there for a second, but you're back. You're back. Okay. Um, rhythm section on the EP, I had um, my Baltimore crew, uh, which is uh, Jesse Moody. Um, he's an older guy that grew up um, playing in Baltimore um, with cats like Cyrus Chestnut, who's also from the area. Darius Scott on piano. He's from the area. Well, he's from um, – actually, he's from up north somewhere, but he um, moved down to Baltimore. And a, a, a great gentleman and a great dad and a great family man and husband. And he's he's like an uncle to me. Um, and in bass, I have Michael Combs, who uh, went to North Texas and playing with a lot of people. Um, and then I also – for my D.C., um, I have Howard Kingfish. Um, Franklin, who's played with so many people that I can't even count, but he, he went to UDC. I have Justin Taylor on piano, who also went to Douglas High School at Baltimore grad and went to Towson University. And then I have Herman Bernie, who's played with, like, Freddie Cole, the Grammy-nominated vocal singer, um, Renee Marie. He's played with, you know, the Marsalises. He, he, he is basically, he studied with Keeter Betts, um, he is a jazz institution in D.C. just by himself. So those are some of the guys that I had on my EP. Oh, wow. That's a great list of guys there. You're in good yeah, company. They, oh, very good company. Just I think that's very important when you are something I study. It's just how you put a band together. And, you know, I've studied these guys, listened to their playing, and just the energy that they bring to the bandstand. Like, you talk about, you know, of course, we have to deal with sexism and racism, but when you have an opportunity to create an environment for yourself on the bandstand, you you can definitely, again, find people who are supportive of your vision and who take the music very seriously. Um, they don't really care. All they want to know is what they can bring and help make a special moment, so I really appreciate them. Oh, awesome. Okay. So tell me about Love Takes Time. Oh, this was my bucket list item. I, I joked before. I was like, you know, well, one, uh, I, well, I was trying to book my band. I was trying to find ways, and a lot of people were like, well, can you send us any music that you recorded? And I didn't have anything recorded. And I was like, well, how am I going to get it recorded? And then um, I wanted to do something quality. And then uh, Donald Trump got elected, and I was like, wow, I have this job. I have this money. I better do it now in case he, like, ushers in the apocalypse in the world. <laughs> and I have to, like... <laughs> We're very close. I like, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, the economy could tank. I don't have this job. You know, I'm going to have another excuse about why I didn't do this. And I said to myself, when I, I'm 80 years old, still paying back my student loans to Peabody Conservatory, I want something to show for it just to say, you know, hey, I did something, and so I just was thinking, and I was asking one of my friends, his name is Jorge Ayala, he was like, well, why don't you do something about, why don't you make something with ballads, because you're really good at playing that. And I was like, okay. And so that's how I came up with this um, um, EP called Love Takes Time, and it had many different names. I'll just to tell you a quick story. I had a different name for it, 
you know, I'm, being a single woman, I was, like, going to say, call it something like love. I was going to say, just in case I fall in love. And I was like, well, one day I'm going to, even though I've been divorced, one day I'm going to fall in love, and I want to have something, you know, to remind me of romance. And so I like playing these ballads. But then um, some frustrations during the EP, and I began to lose some of the romantic feelings for it because it was just such a challenge and everything mm-hmm. like that. So. I was like, okay, I need another name. And uh, just real quick, my parents' friends came up one weekend for my mom's birthday, and she was ta- she was just talking about how much time they spent together. And um, they just were talking, like, all the night, all her friends that came up. And, and I was just, you know, blown away about the amount of time that they spent together. And because um, I can be an impatient person, and it just said to me, you know, if I'm – I can't be impatient with the process of becoming a musician. It's going to take time, not only because great things take time. And I said, I was like, oh, that's a perfect name. Love takes time. And it was more of a reminder to myself mm-hmm. not to be impatient, not only, again, with the process of making music, but also in my relationships. And that how we all, we have to be patient. Like if you want a, a loving right. relationship, we have to take the time. So that's how it got its name. <laughs> Oh, all right. Now, I know when I talked to you, first booked you for the interview, you were concerned um, because you were a straight-ahead jazz artist and you were concerned that my format is mainly smooth jazz. Does you being a straight-ahead artist, does that uh, bring about any challenges for you? Yes. I mean, straight-ahead, I grew up, you know, definitely in an academic environment for um, music. And you can lose respect if you it's, – it's, it's a perception that how somehow, you know, you don't you like smooth jazz is not, is not connected to the tradition of jazz musicians mm-hmm. such as uh, the Louis Armstrong. Lineage is very, very important in, in jazz music, straight-ahead jazz music. You have to be able to people, – when people hear you're playing, they have to hear certain cats know that you are well studied it's not and you know just really smooth jazz is instrument to straight ahead is more instrumental r&b it's not connected to mm-hmm. the bebop language and the chord structure and the and swing like i i'm a big fan of Wynton marsalis and to some people you know to see to give up swing is is um to give up on your history and culture and okay. so that's just one perception. But people like music. At the end of the day, people like music. They don't care what you call it as long as it's good and it makes them feel good. So a lot of these, you know, labels and stuff to the listener mean nothing. But it's more of a musician thing mm-hmm. rather than, you know, the quality of the music. Because there's a lot of great musicians out there that play smooth yeah. jazz. I mean, I got to play with them at the Lake Arbor Jazz Festival. Um, my girl, Jeanette Harris. My girl, um, Jasmine Gent. I mean, they are phenomenal musicians. So yes, it has they nothing are. to yeah. do with musicianship at all. It's just that I, me being a big mm-hmm. historian and coming from where I came from, um, to be connected with the legacy of Whitman Marsalis, Miles Davis, um, Blue Mitchell, uh, you know, Nat Adderley is very, very important to me personally. Okay. Okay. All right. That's understandable. Totally understandable. Um, Suzette says, it's awesome to be able to do what you love for a living. Congrats, Miss Michelle. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Now, there are four songs on this EP. So tell me about each song and then um, where you're playing next, and I will let you go so you can get ready for your gig. All right. Thank you. Okay. Um, the first one is Nature Boy which features uh, my dear, dear friend, Mark Evans. We started playing. He's a vocalist. We played in one of my first bands, which was Kevin Robinson's Ensemble, which is, which is a free jazz ensemble. And I learned about And he hosts um, an open mic in um, Baltimore called Acoustic Thursday. And um, he's also a house singer. He's a world-renowned house singer. So if you Google or Spotify, Mark Avon Evans, or title, if you type, put it in title, um, Jay-Z's title, um, you will find him. He's a great singer, 
uh, and I love Nature Boy. He had he also has a very Nat, I love Nat King Cole. He's one of my favorite singers, and he had that warmth and tone mm. to it. So, um, and one of my friends actually, she um, her name was Ladia. She's like I like you know for people who are not into like instrumental jazz, they're like where are the words? Where are the words? You know I need to hear words <laughs> yeah. in my music. <laughs> So I try to put something in there for everybody, you know, like for people who are not necessarily into the, you know, hardcore instrumental straight ahead jazz, I wanted to do a vocal piece. And so that's how Nature Boy came about. And then I believe after that is when I fall in love. One of my favorite, I actually played that tune when I was at college at Spelman, ironically, uh, for a um, benefit concert the first time. And I just love that. And Miles Davis played that tune. And then after that, I'm a big Miles Davis fan. Um, I did I Fall in Love Too Easily. And that's been, <laughs> that has been the story of my life. I've, I've sort of matured, but I, I love to fall in love. I'm so quick to want to see the good in people. You know, and as a lyric, mm-hmm. you, you guys should definitely find the vocal version of Vasily. And it says, I fall in love too easily. I fall in love too fast. I fall in love too terribly hard for love to every last. My heart should be real school that I should learn in the past. And so those lyrics spoke to me, and I love that tune. Um, and then finally, My One and Only Love. Um, I just I just love the melody. I've heard other trumpet players play it, and so I wanted to do that tune as well. So that's the story behind those. <laughs> All right. So those more songs on the new EP, Love Takes Time, and um, I'll start. I'll play those in just a few minutes. Tell me about this gig that you're headed to this evening. Uh, yes, Germano's in Baltimore's Little Italy. This is going to be fun. It's the first one that, I, well, the second one I've done um, in this area this, this year, and it's at a restaurant. This is my first restaurant um, performance. Um, it, it, okay. We're going to play some, some standards. With uh, my my Baltimore band, Jesse Moody, Darius Scott, Mike, Michael Combs, and um, Danico Evans. So it should be a really good time, good food. And um, the first 20 people that um, uh, got tickets are also getting a free download of my EP. Oh, cool. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right, Miss uh, Charmaine, let everyone know that they can find you on social media. Yes. Um, well, if you look up com, that should take you to everything that you need to know about my social media pages, when um, my my EP, how to buy my EP, and also my upcoming shows. So if you go to com, or if you Google Charmaine Michelle Trumpeter, I'm, I'm probably, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely one of the only ones out there in the world, so it's not, it's not hard to find me. So CharmaineMichelle.com, CharmaineMichelle.com, and I believe Facebook is Charmaine Michelle Music. Okay. Now, I didn't find you on Instagram. Are you on Instagram? Yes, I be Charmichelle. Okay. But that's All more right. of a, it's, it's you know, there, music it, related. there might have been a, oh, okay, okay, and there might have been a picture that I didn't recognize I'm like, is that her? I wasn't sure if that was her because there is a Charmaine Michelle there. I was like, is that her? They want to tag her on anything because I wasn't sure. (laughs) There's a lot of there's a lot of pictures of me without my makeup and I'm undone. Like I'm at the gym, I probably looked all sweaty and crazy. But uh, (laughs) yeah, usually it's it's, probably you know I try to put the pictures up there when I'm having a good day. Not too many bad ones, but. uh, <laughs> okay, because I did post post a flyer on Instagram, but I just wasn't sure if that was the same or Charmaine. So I'm like, no, I'm not gonna tag her, <laughs> just in case. I did. I wasn't sure. When in doubt, you know. So yes, um, yes. Sure. But anyway, well, I appreciate you giving me the time to talk to you about your new EP. Love takes time. I really appreciate it, Charmaine. Um, have a great gig tonight, and much continued success to you in your career. Well, thank you for having me on, and thank you for all that you do to support live music and instrument, instrumental music. We could not do this without people like you, Terry. Thank you very much for having me. 
Well, it's my pleasure. It's definitely my pleasure. And um, again, once again, thank you very much. And you have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That was straight ahead jazz artist, trumpeter, Charmaine Michelle. Her new release is called Love Takes Time. You find it on her website, CharmaineMichelle.com. I also saw it on uh, CD Baby. I'm sure it's on iTunes as well. So look for it there. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram at IBCharMichelle. All right. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and play the music, and we're going to start from the beginning with Nature Boy and just continue on until the last track. So here we go.
day One day he came and passed my way And while we spoke of many things Fools and kings This he said to me Greatest thing you'll ever learn is to love and be loved in return. Thank you. 
from trumpeter Charmaine Michelle's brand new release, Love Takes Time. That was my one and only love. Before that was I Fall in Love Too Easily. Before that, When I Fall in Love. And starting off the set, Nature Boy. Again, you can find her music on her website, CharmaineMichelle.com. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram at IBCharMichelle. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Smooth Jazz. That is the show. I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Thank you so much. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow The Jazz Queen on Twitter at jazz underscore queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz. And visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.